Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, black questions. Oh. <laughs> These are black, uh, this is black science questions. Okay. What measurement does a grip start at? Ooh, a grip? I remember we were talking about this. And we were just like, how much is a grip? If you say I a dude think... or a woman got a grip of kids. Oh, three. Hell no. Nah. My mama don't got a grip of kids. Yes, yeah, she do. No, she don't. I'd be a like, grip of got, kids? She got three kids. Yeah, she got a grip of kids. No, that's... that's three or more. I think a grip with kids starts at five. If you have four kids, it's like, oh, that's like a that's a that's a that's healthy a size grip. family. That you is a grip of kids. Five and more. You what got if she's single? So if she's single and she got four kids, you're not gonna be like, damn, she got a grip of kids. <laughs> damn, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, she's single with three that kids. That does kind of change it. Or a if single, single person. With, if he's single with three kids, a single person, and and obviously I I can't even officially speak. But just as we're doing black science, I feel like <laughs> I've seen us uh, single moms and dads do two kids pretty. I wouldn't say easily, mm-hmm. but they they made it look easy. But once it gets to three, three kids by I yourself, woo! You got a grip of kids. <laughs> okay, okay. So you feel me on that? All right, good. Uh, how long is a minute? Not a minute. But oh, like, how how long is a damn, minute? Damn, I haven't seen you uh, in a minute. <laughs> ooh, okay, so it has, man, it has to be at least like over a year, maybe. Yeah, maybe over a year, maybe two years. Eight months to to a year. No, because if you haven't seen two. somebody in a minute, you'd be like, oh, I haven't seen you in a minute, huh? If somebody's been like, I haven't seen you in a minute. Oh, that's two years. Now that okay, yes. A a, a minute can be a year to to mm-hmm. eight months, a year and eight months. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> this is completely just felt. Okay, how about like, I've been waiting outside for a minute now. 15 minutes. Mm. Waiting outside, listen, waiting outside Your for irritation starts minutes, at 15? If you're waiting for someone at 15 You minutes, can't really complain if you've been waiting for five minutes because they come right. out, they would be like, I've been out here five minutes. I think a minute starts about 10 minutes. You've been waiting for outside for ten minutes. That's when Uber starts calling. Oh, you. I thought you were saying like fifteen minutes is like it's too short. No, for I'm it to saying be like if, oh, if, okay. If I was in there fourteen minutes and I'm like, oh, that's cool, and then fifteen minutes, I was like, oh, he's taking a long time. Hell no, mine starts at about mine starts at five, oh. but I won't complain until well, actually, mine starts immediately. <laughs> if I'm like I'm pulling up, it's immediate, so I'm immediately irritated. But that's no. a different story. Five minutes is like I can't complain. Ten minutes is like I've been out a minute. Fifteen minutes is like we got to make some decisions because I might go. Yeah, I'm a little more patient because I always find something to do in my car. So whether it's put on some makeup, whether it's, you know, go on my social media. You just understand because you take forever. So you be having Ubers and people wait all the time. Wow, so, so how did this easy. become an attack on me? Not an attack. I'm just saying you're probably more patient no. about it because you be you be like on the other side of the spectrum. No, I just find something to do. You'd be like, you'd be like, oh man, I'm, I'm. They've been outside for 15 minutes. We good. We good. So, you no, know, take your time. I just downstairs. know I'm gonna get my lick back. No. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? That means I'm gonna make you wait 15 minutes at some point in time. I mean, you're talking about me. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying getting my lick back for the person is like, oh, you, you got know. me waiting 15 minutes. At some point in time, I'm gonna get my my lick back. I'm by making them wait. Mm-hmm. You you got an Uber war? What about random Uber drivers? Well, I do Uber Black all the time so that I get you a get little bit more wait minutes. time. Mm-hmm. You get that 15 minutes. All right. I like black science. Those are the only two I had, but oh. if y'all have any more uh, that we should break down, mm-hmm. I think that uh, we definitely have a confusing That was fun. Scientific I like measurement. that. Black science. A grip. Oh, that sure is. All right. Well, uh, why not? Welcome to Thick Threads. 
the show where we dive into the thickest rabbit holes on Twitter, Reddit, etc. I am your co-host Patrick Cloud, and I'm Persephone. It's always um, I'm always trying to find my way through it. It's not we don't have an official intro. We are. What? I like the thickest show on the internet, but that's kind of inter- that's kind of dumb. It doesn't really say what we are. The thickest but show on the internet. Doesn't we're make what thirty six episodes in. Is it really? I think it's like 36, 36 30 something. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we can address it. We we did drop the ish. I know a lot of people liked the. Um, it uh, wasn't my idea. The episode saying we're episode thirty ish, thirty one ish. Yeah, it wasn't my idea to the, drop it. The reason we we did the ish was because technically our first episode was at your house. Yes. With the micro penis, mm-hmm. and then we did episode one officially in here when it became a podcast. So. Uh, we appreciate yep. everybody who rocked with the ish. I I, I put it in the no, I didn't. <laughs> I was gonna say I put it in the description. Um, and you know, we just hit forty thousand subscribers on YouTube. Shout out to everybody who is listening. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same people. I don't know if the same people are like li- watching us and listening mm-hmm. and just listening. But mm-hmm. shout out to everybody who's just listening too. Yeah, everybody you know? on uh, the Revolt Podcast Network that's listening to us. Appreciate you. I wonder and I hope that there's listeners who don't know what we look like. <laughs> and that means they have 100% only found us through the yeah. audio sphere podcast. They don't know about any of our other work. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there are. That'd be kind of crazy, though. Yeah. I'd be, be like, cool. I wonder what they look like mm-hmm. when they watch us. And, and then they like, see it like, oh, okay. That's why there's all the titty comments. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. They never really talk about titties like that. Mm-hmm. But the comments be loving the titties. Big ones. I'm gonna, I'm trying to invent a... Oh, you about to say something ridiculous. No, no, no. This isn't ridiculous at all. I would like to invent a legal way for men like myself to maybe show off the cleavage of our ball sacks legally. Why? So if we had some type of draws that acted as a turtleneck or a cusp, brought them up, made sure they were shiny, just because we want to give the viewer something to look at, too. And you thought that that wasn't ridiculous. We want to give something to look at, too. You know what I mean? Then just take your shirt off. The face, the smile, the eyes, the the cleavage. I don't know. You guys can walk around and show your nipples. What woman is looking for nigga nipples? I think they look nice. Chest? Niggas is always go. like, okay. whoa. Chest. I'm working on that. Okay. I'm trying to get me a chest. So speaking of that, we are off of a a three-day cleanse. We are. I, I, I forgot. Yes. We today are, is uh, our first day where we can eat food. So we did crazy 48 week. hours of water mm-hmm. and 24-hour juice cleanse. The third day was actually the easiest. Yes. Um, but the them first two days, let me tell you, first two, the first day, I was pretty. I was, I, I think I was struggling because I was just thinking about being on a water cleanse all day, mm-hmm. and all the food that I couldn't eat, and 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 fighting my hunger and stuff. The second day, I feel like I was more used to it, and my mind had kind of like settled a little bit. But I shot a food show all day. I was on set. Looking at the most delicious looking foods, and not only that, they were customly made, so I couldn't just get them anywhere. Mm. And I think that over gave me like over. Uh, I was over tempted, and now I'm just kind of like, I'm at a. I feel like I've defeated. I've defeated my brain. Damn. And I, I, it's it's kind of crazy. I feel kind of. Yeah. I feel really good. So the first day, <clears throat> I've done this cleanse before plenty times i've never um so the first day it was funny to me that i think it was like 12 30 and you were like i'm hungry mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're not even usually hungry at 12 30 on a regular day when you can eat food so when you was just like i'm hungry i'm like oh shit it starts now like well i know. mean <clears throat> i think that a big part of it was because i don't really eat until late in the day anyway um but I think once you know you can't have it, it's kind of just like, dang, but I'm hungry. <laughs> right. And I think the craziest thing about it is it's like, it's so crazy. Like, three days later, I haven't, I haven't eaten. Um, even on today, where I'm, I'm allowed to eat. I haven't. Mm-hmm. I just ate like a banana. I, don't, I think right. I'm, 
it's it's weird. It's like I've been lied to by my brain my whole life. It feels like for me, so day one, day one was good for me. And then we took a Muay Thai class. Mm-hmm. So my crazy stuff. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Our crazy tail cells decided to take a karate class. I mean, crazy tail. Yeah. And when you don't want to say crazy ass? No, it's a, it's a, it's a black term. Crazy tail cells. Yeah, I've heard Um, it, but I, I, I assume that was because they don't want to say crazy ass. Oh, I don't know. Sorry, auntie. Um, Get your crazy tail in here. <laughs> yeah, so we we did that. And for me, it was good because it made me hella tired. So by the time it was time to go to sleep, I had sleep for dinner. Okay? Um, and then day two, day two was a little more rough. Day two, I got home. I opened my refrigerator and saw chicken. I saw just eggs and just there was bread. There was... Everything there was rice. There was. I looked at my seasoning cabinet on That's accident. Potential. Yes. What do you think? And is I worse, like to cook. Seeing food or seeing the possibility of food. No, seeing food. You definitely. I. Kudos to Thank you, because I could. I don't know if my discipline is that strong to be able to be in that setting, looking at food all day on a there water cleanse. Waffle wings. I can't even watch. Look, I can't even watch food commercials. On I have to turn my TV off. Really? <laughs> I was struggling. I'm driving down the street and places that I don't even eat at that I've never ate at. I was like, mm, I would love to have some of that. Like what? Dunkin' Donuts. Hilarious. I've never. Do you think about I, dipping it in coffee? It's like, man, that's, I don't even drink coffee. But like, I was I like, oh, that would be so good. Coffee right and now. donut, like it, a good it old. Went, it went Dunkin' Donuts. American and then worker. I, I'm like, okay, let me get past that. I get past that. It's El Pollo Loco. Right after now, I love El Pollo Loco. Yeah. Right, right after El Pollo Loco, it's McDonald's. I'm like, Lord. I was like, you know what? I'm going to the gym. I went to the gym. It's a good thing to do instead. Tired myself out, and we were drinking. We were drinking infused you... water, so we we're still getting. I'm surprised yeah. you did that. That would make me hungry, but going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I tired myself out. Played basketball, did some powerlifting, sat in the sauna, showered, and I was like, "All right." It actually gave me a little energy, and I was kind of mad about it, but it it didn't make me hungry. Mm-hmm. I was kind of over the hunger pains after that. And then yeah. the juice cleanse, I was just completely a good. The juice was delicious. I actually prefer the water cleanse because some of the juices are kind of nasty. It felt but too sugary for me. It like is, I, I could, it, I didn't even finish. We didn't even finish the the full day's cleanse. Juice cleanse. I made cleanse. it to four. What'd you make it to? Uh, four. Yeah, because we made, made it one. To five. Yeah, you made okay. it one past me. Okay. Uh, because we ended up making our own, and that was that was pretty freaking good. I feel like it changed my relationship with my brain, though, because mm-hmm. I think you know, it's it's almost like just finding out you've been lied to your whole <laughs> life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so weird, and and I, I feel like every day I w- I thought you know you get hungry, you eat, you eat, you know your your stomach growls, you eat. Mm-hmm. And I'm just noticing that's just just like every other temptation around you is just like a passing thing. And mm-hmm. I thought that I would be on the floor. I thought I'd be hurting. I thought I'd be, have no energy. And it's just like after the after a day and a half, two days, I was just like, 
damn body like mm-hmm. i didn't need food like that <laughs> <laughs> right i had saw Not to some, say starve yourself but i'm just saying like i had saw a like a, i saw an article that said like our bodies we actually don't need to eat every single day it's just what we do because it's part of our routine it's what we grew up on but our body actually good, yeah. yeah it makes us feel good eating food is emotional too so when i get upset or something like that eating some mm-hmm. good food oh, take man. me right up out of it I can't wait to get back to that because right now I don't really have an appetite like that. I don't either. We were allowed to eat today and I'm mm-hmm. like, I had I some soup be, this morning. I thought I would be having like a burger or like, you know, all this. I thought I would jump back into it, but I made that mistake I before. Good. I ate a burrito right after, after a wander. Mm-hmm. Probably had the booty squirts. Super booty pee. Booty piss. Booty pee. A, it's disgusting, but peeing out the booty feels pretty nice. <laughs> And just in like quote, a, <laughs> somebody thinks you standing up, taking a piss. Nope, booty pee. <laughs> the booty just squirts. Like, Hershey squirts. The only thing is you can't really secretly do it because even though it sounds like peeing, it ends with that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds with that. It sounds like a a gun in there. It's just yeah. like yeah. And anybody Damn. within a. Uh, very large radius will be like booty piss. See, mine is just like Oh, you have a black hole? Booty <laughs> hole? What was that? Somebody went back in time? No, that's just what it sounds like. <laughs> or is it Well, uh, you can keep your uh, <laughs> you can keep your black hole booty hole. Black hole booty hole? Warping. Damn. Making time warp Rick and Morty sounds hey, through the, the bathroom on, door. The magnetic field up in there. All right, let's not do Rochambeau. Who who's going first today? You want to just say say our what we're doing today and uh, just go for it. I don't want to lose. I'm in a good mind state. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, mine is. Up. I'll just tell you what mine is and see if you want to hear it first. Okay. Men only. Give the ladies some relationship advice. So men on social media give women brutal okay, relationships. I've seen advice. that. I was about to say, is this just advice or is this just yeah. horrible advice? It's brutal. It might not be horrible. But sometimes but, it's uh mm-hmm. that's the thing. When some whenever somebody says, I'm about to be blunt, they're about to give you some brutal truths that you need to hear, or they're or about they, to be crazy wrong. And disrespectful. Crazy wrong too. Mm-hmm. Just out of the line. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. Um, I, I tried something different. Uh-oh. Okay. Not, uh, not topic-wise. This is right on, on board, but, you uh-huh. know, we usually go to, like, Twitter threads, Twitter-themed threads, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I'm doing something else. What you doing? I'm doing basically the internet, uh, excuse me, the Instagram version of, of Twitter. So, mm. I found some good Instagram posts, and I just went through and found the funniest comments, uh, so it's kind of like so, like the thread IG in the comment comment thread, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like the same thing Twitter does. Twitter just organizes it a little differently, but um, the thread is the thread. The thread question is this: What something about being an adult that was surprising to learn? <laughs> <laughs> you go first. I want to hear yours first. Hooray! Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> mm. All right. <clears throat> Shout out to Baller Alert. Baller, baller, baller alert. Um, this was a question of the day. This is uh, what's something about being an adult that was surprising to learn? I like this one. That there is, in fact, food at the house. <laughs> a lot of times there is. <laughs> there is. There's always food at the house. And it can be very, very good if you cook it. And you know what? You know what? The craziest thing. Oh my God! I think I just realized this. I don't have kids, but I do this to myself. I buy groceries, and then I eat out mm-hmm. almost immediately. I do too. Like I will literally buy the ingredients to cook something, mm-hmm. get everything, put everything away, have the full stock thing, and then order out that night mm-hmm. and the next day. Mm-hmm. I've even gone to the point where. I'm just throw. I'm just supporting farmers at that point. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just buying the, the shit, buying the shit, 
throwing it out when it wilts. Mm -hmm. I feel terrible. It usually happens with spinach. Mm -hmm. Usually the healthiest stuff Mm -hmm. goes first. Yeah. And I just, I toss it. And so I can only imagine buying groceries and intending to to save money and cook Mm -hmm. and having little critters telling you, let, can we have McDonald's, blah, 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 blah. There's food at the house. I fully understand. You know, I do that as well. I'm not to the extent as you, though, I unless it's dinner. If I do grocery shopping around dinner time, most of the time by the time I put it up, I'm tired. And I just am like, you know what? I want something already made. But the next morning, I will cook what I have. And for the rest of the day, I enjoy cooking. But even then, sometimes it's the first meal from mm-hmm. the grocery shop I don't usually cook. Yeah. Unless I do one specific for a meal that I'm already like in the process of, of making mentally. I'm like, okay, I'm making this mm-hmm. tonight. So I need this, 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 and this from the from the store. That's the only time I'll cook mm-hmm. once I get my groceries. Outside of that, it takes a lot. That's it like does. a whole a whole, well, not a whole day, but that's like multiple, it's multiple things happening before you eat. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I feel like everybody has a decision when they're hungry and you have to have a lot of self-control when you mm-hmm. cook because you're basically saying I'm hungry or about to get hungry. Mm-hmm. So let me do all of these things, chop, do all these things, all these to to complete this recipe and then I eat. So, so to add shopping, then the cooking, then eating is why most people just get something on the way home. And to go the psychological route, it's why they say you should never go grocery shopping while you're hungry. You just getting stuff. Because you, first off, you get a whole bunch of stuff and then you know, you get hungrier in the grocery store. So you're just like. Challenge accepted. <laughs> and then, oh, you're going to go grocery shopping hungry? Man, I, I'll, I'll, I will do you one further. <laughs> I'm, look, I smoke reefer. You hear me? Okay. Reefer. And sometimes, yeah, I'm going back to old school. Oh, me and my okay. friends decided to go back old school because we're old heads now. Mm-hmm. So reefer pot, all okay. that grass. I, I, I do that. You know what I mean? I smoke the marijuana. Mm-hmm. I enjoy giving myself the extra challenge. Like, I'll go shopping. I'll smoke before I go grocery shopping, knowing you're not supposed to shop hungry, and I'll just get all this ridiculous stuff. Mm -hmm. But I like it. Same with the water challenge. I was smoking throughout it, getting extra hungry. I was extra hungry on set with the food, just like, oh, my God, this is – and making it harder for myself Mm -hmm. Um, just because I smoked the reefer. See, I wasn't smoking no reefer. Mm, cause I already knew that was gonna tear my ass. You get up. hungry when you smoke? Uh, yeah. Okay. Immediately. Oh. <laughs> I'll be like, I've smoked with you Did before. I, I don't yet? remember. Mm-hmm. And you, you said it to me before. You've been like, damn, you just smoked. It it happens to me immediately too, but it's usually it, it comes in waves and it's way better later. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I was not smoking the reefer, and I found I had a smoother experience with that i I can only imagine mm-hmm. all right uh, a couple more uh i can buy a birthday cake when it's not even my birthday fat <laughs> who does that <laughs> who buys birthday cakes when it's not their birthday birthday cake isn't even a good flavor so you might as well just get a slice of cake or something I had to pay taxes after they took the shit out of my check already. <laughs> taxes is a, a rough lesson that they should, they should prepare you way mm-hmm. more in, in school. Like, They're single with no kids. Taxes eat people up. Single with no kids. Sheesh. Ooh. I was basically working and paying the government mm-hmm. and just getting the little scraps. Mm-hmm. That you are broke even when you just got paid. I thought adults was Ooh. just lying and being stingy. That shit is true. Mm. Ooh, I don't miss them days. I'd be like, hmm, when? I, I would have to make a decision whether I was going to eat dinner that night or put gas in the car mm-hmm. because all of my bills, I mean, it was very irresponsible, but I was young as shit. Right. So it was like I was living above my means. Mm-hmm. And boy, did I feel like an adult for it. I, I started working when I was still living at home in high school. So... 
I got to work for a paycheck that was just like, yes, money. So when that shifted for me to working <laughs> to pay for my own stuff, it was just like, it was like, oh, you niggas is really, like mm -hmm. I'm really out here working just to support the bare minimum mm -hmm. and and all that fun stuff I was using money on before it has to be compromised. Oh, and don't let something happen while you're living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. Like my transmission like blew out. Oof. It's always the car. So I traded it in. And when I say it's hard to trade in a, a messed up transmission and get some money back for it. Mm -hmm. But I prayed to God and God answered my prayers. He allowed the transmission to not mess up when they did the test. <laughs> so when I trade, when I traded it in, you know how to do the test. Let right. By man, I don't know, but I traded it in and got the top value for it. Oh, that's you. Uh, you sold the lemon. Mm -hmm. I did. I sure did. You but I didn't have little, the money. She'd be having a little devious windows. But I didn't have the we money like, to fix it, and I couldn't kinda drive it anymore. I couldn't drive it anymore. And I didn't have the money to fix it. So, and my, my job was like 20 miles away. And by mile three, the transmission was. <laughs> when people say they love or hate their car, it's all based off timing. Like yeah. cars have good or bad timing. Bad timing cars, when you low and they're like, hey, by the way, I know you broke, but. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's cars when they're like, I love my car. Those are the re old reliable, mm -hmm. you up. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I popped a car. Don't even worry about it. I, I right. popped a tire. I got you with the tires. I'll even change the other ones. <laughs> it's all about timing. Yeah. Um, the price of curtains and rugs. Ooh, rugs. Well, rugs is crazy. Area I, rugs. I was spilling stuff on rugs, and I just I just I was being deceitful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote on my mama's couch. Oh, couches are, a good couch is expensive too. Mm -hmm. I just got a great a great couch, and I'm 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 that much happier. <laughs> bang, uh, bang, paying bills, paying rent, paying car notes, going to work, buying household supplies. That isn't easy at all. And if you have a baby, you got to do all that times twenty. And as a man, you might as well you might have to do all of the above for someone uh, you not even with or live with anymore. This guy was getting Ooh, some shit off his chest. Yeah. The, the the standout to me was household supplies. Man, I'm... them Tide Pods and paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> Those make me feel like I'm adulting, but I'm not going to lie. I enjoy the process of buying household supplies. It's just... Straightening up your own spot is it can have its uh, meditative yeah. values, but... It's for the most part annoying to pay for. I it. go down. Oh yeah, I go down the rabbit hole. I'd be like, "Ooh, these Clorox wipes—they got a new flavor." Okay, <laughs> I'm buying the three pack, you know, with the lemon and lime and bleach flavor. I'm like, I enjoy buying house. I can see that. <laughs> I'm like, "Ooh, they got some new scrubbers." I'm getting everything. <laughs> uh, how much we're all just winging it? That's probably the most Ooh. realist one. I thought. Kids and adults had a, it was almost like. It's like a little threshold. I understand why those tribes have those right to passages, like you have to do something. Because mm -hmm. in my mind, I thought all adults were up here, we were up, we were down here. But everybody is just by the seat of their pants. Mm -hmm. People really don't know what's going on. And that's okay. There's no blueprint on being an adult. Everyone is learning how to figure this shit out at the same time. Pace as everyone else is. Mm -hmm. that's I like that. What the other guy said. That almost everyone does or did cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. The, coming Not into me. coming into Hollywood, I was like, yeah. "Whoa, mm -hmm. whoa, holy shit!" Mm -hmm. I thought cocaine was specifically for white people. <laughs> did you? I thought weed was black. Mm -hmm. Cocaine was white and and rich. Mm. I was like, "Nah, I knew them white folks were smoking weed." Ooh, I knew them white folks were smoking weed. I didn't know black people was doing coke. I knew so some black, black people was doing crack. Doing crack, yeah. Mm, crack people I, are still doing crack, too. I didn't know, like... Recreationally. A, a lot of people in my generation I didn't know was, was, was you know, off that white girl. The first, uh, quote-unquote, Hollywood party, party I went to, um, everyone started giving me cocaine, <laughs> and I was so scared. I didn't want to do it mm -hmm. but i didn't want to just be like oh no i'm new to this and they'll be like <laughs> we'll break you 
so I got drunk, Ubered back to my house, and fell asleep in full full clothes. I even had my blazer still on. Mm-hmm. I had so much cocaine in my pocket. <laughs> you looked like you were selling it. I you woke up night and on the had corner. so much cocaine in my pocket. It looked like I was set up. <laughs> it looked like I was, the cops were outside like, we know you're in there. I was like, please, I didn't do it. <laughs> you look like you, you didn't have a good night on the corner. Man, it was, and I was in full clothes when I woke up, so it was just so weird. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I ain't. I, I can't touch that stuff. I'm too. I'm too much of a paranoid, paranoid personality, to to even try that. I think I. Ugh. Turn the lights off when not in use. Uh, groceries are finished as soon as you get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this shit overrated. <laughs> and then. Um, there's nothing exciting about the mailman because he's only bringing bills. And my favorite, Shoot. I should have stayed in a child's place. Yes. That is a good one. When you realize like why was I so why was I so eager to be considered grown? We didn't milk it. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy you think back almost every adult that you in- interact with says one or two things. How's school? Because kids grow up, you don't, you don't have anything to say to a kid. Do you run fast in your new shoes? God damn, that was not the other one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, first of all, it sounded creepy. Do you run fast in your new How shoes? You, yeah, you know, when you, you got to show somebody you can run fast in your new shoes. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Ooh, I'm from the kid, kid to the adult. The, I'm talking the, about the adult, adult talking to the kid. kid. Oh, yeah, I've never heard that. Kid, yeah. I feel like my the, the two I've heard was house school and enjoy being a kid. Every, mm-hmm. Everyone says their version of just like enjoy this, but we don't really know how to tell a kid that's just like treasure this. Right. <laughs> they're, they're it's hard to understand. So and I, I guess I understand, like, wanting the independence, mm-hmm. you know, because as a kid, we're always trying to learn and learn and learn. And when we do learn something, it's like, hey, look at me. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming who I am or who I'm going to be. So I guess in that process, it's like I want to speed up the process. But once right. you get there, we're like, ooh, this is not exactly where I wanted to be as a child. You now, how do I go do? back? Because <laughs> I feel right. like our, our work is being told what to do and dealing mm-hmm. with people, teachers, parents, all that stuff. And we're mm-hmm. like, we think that's stress. Mm-hmm. But then we're being told what to do because we don't even know we're being molded. Mm-hmm. And then when we're set out, you're not told what to do anymore. And you're just like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> like, who's going to tell me? Yeah, so it's so. it's a it's a crazy conversation to have but i agree with very, all those people very cool that was funny i like that i'm glad you went first what you got all right men on social media give women brutal relationship advice men only give the ladies some relationship advice oh never the, a good start no the easiest way to get a nigga under your palm is to act and make him feel like a man not by arguing, nagging, and challenging him. There's ways to get a man to obsess with you, and it's simple as being feminine. A woman who knows and understands the game knows exactly what I'm talking about. It took me a while to get this. Do you understand it, though? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, the old me would want to just fight back and be like, why do I have to just be feminine? You know, go into the, I was more of the challenging type, you know, um, not, I, I always felt like, I always felt like I wanted to be the type to have these like intellectual conversations, these debates and stuff like that. And I had to realize that not everybody was like that. And I got called argumentative a lot and combative a lot by people in my past, by guys in my past. And I'd be like, ah, you're just too weak to continue the conversation. You know, I don't want you anyway. But then, you know, as time got, as I, as I learned more, I spent some time single, some years single. Um, I just kind of mellowed out and started understanding 
what I needed to give the relationship, you know, and it didn't have to be just because I like debating on certain topics doesn't mean that I have to do that with that person, you know, so yeah, I, I, I get it. How do you let some, letting some, I get what that means, like letting a man be a man. How do y'all do that when we're wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just like is that just like an L you take or because uh-uh. it sounds like I, I you don't, get what I'm saying though I don't fight every battle anymore. Um, some things I just let go and hope that it doesn't bite me in the ass in the future. Sometimes it does. A lot of times it doesn't. Um, when he's wrong. That's a tough one for me because I've dealt with people who were wrong and I know that they know they were wrong, but they won't ever come back and apologize or be like, you know what? I was wrong. You were right. It is what it is. Um, So I've just, I guess through time, I try to help them with growth by leading by example. So I'll be like, oh, yeah, I apologize for this. I interpreted this this way, and maybe that was wrong. So I apologize if I came off this way because I was feeling like this. And so hopefully me leading by example will, you know, kind of help him be like, you know what, she was able to take accountability for the things that she did. Maybe if I know I'm wrong and she points it out to me, I can be like, you know what, you're right. I fucked up. You know, my bad. I'm sorry or whatnot. Um, it's 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 an ideal <laughs> of mine. I can't say that it's really worked, <laughs> but well, I relate to combative people in general mm-hmm. just because it's like if I put them, if I put myself in their shoes, like there's there's if 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 someone's wrong, let's they're wrong. Mm-hmm. There's there's no way I'm. <laughs> I would I would rather there's just no way I'm like oh okay you're right there's just there's just no way so I can only imagine how that is especially if you're expected to just take that L because of mm-hmm. how things are so that's that's why I always you, you know I don't necessarily get a, get along with every combative person but I definitely understand why they're like that when you don't fight the battle that you know that you can win I think Zen it's because no, I just don't have the energy. I don't have the emotional energy oh, to yeah. deal with just like, somebody that. Right. Yeah, like okay, that's different. Like, but that's not admitting on. that they're right. It's that's just like, not, man, I'm, I, that's more like I'm done. I don't, I'm I, I tap out of this. I don't even want to talk about this anymore. Mm-hmm. As yeah. opposed to just like, oh, okay, you are right. Hell no. So uh, my, my <laughs> sometimes mine's this passive aggressive. Okay, it's like yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. Whatever. You're that's right. That's the best you're gonna get and, out of me. And, but I know that my, okay, you're right, lets you know that you're You're wrong. You're not really right. Yeah, yeah. It's important. But I feel like people inherently know. They know when they're wrong. But some people just cannot admit it. Mm -hmm. And those are the worst people in the world to me. Finding out that you were just championing something that's because when you find out you're wrong, it's not a up, it's not gradual. Mm-hmm. It's it, it it happens immediately. You can almost see it in people's face, mm-hmm. and it hurts a little bit. <laughs> but for me, I just go into embarrassment mode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just go into holy shit! Mm-hmm. I was doing all this. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong. When it's just like. When it's still uphill, like I'm, I'm still gonna try to be right my way through it. It mm-hmm. becomes a little humiliating. It's already <laughs> embarrassing, but then it goes into humiliation. Mm-hmm. But what do you do with it? Hmm? You just hold it. Once you realize it, you just hold it. Or no, that's you, what I'm saying. Do you I, say like I go oh, into shit. embarrassment mode? Like mm-hmm. I, I can't keep going saying I'm right. I have mm-hmm. to go into how I was doing all that, mm-hmm. and I'm wrong as hell. Will you admit that you were wrong? Yeah, of course. No? That's what I'm oh, saying. I go okay. into embarrassment, okay. but I'm just saying if you don't and you just keep going, that's when it gets in, getting. It's humiliating so at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Don't love me. Just be loyal and respectful. You are free to take my heart. So I guess don't love me. Just be loyal and respectful. I think he's saying loyal, being loyal and respectful is number one for him. And then if you want to love him, you, you're also free to do that. <laughs> That's no, how he I says, don't that. love me. He, he says, said you're make free me to take love. my heart. Yeah, make me love you is what he's saying. Maybe just being loyal and res- respectful will make him love you, but don't love him back. It seemed like he was like, it seemed like, I don't know what that means. But yeah, it says, don't love me, just be loyal and respectful. It seems like to him, love is third priority between uh, love, respect, and loyalty. I think, I think, and this is just, he's giving us advice, so we have to interpret it. So I guess what he's saying, like, the don't process, right, the process of being loyal and respectful is something that makes him love and cherish a woman. So if you want him to love you, just do those things and those things will take his heart. But I guess he's starting off with don't love me. So if you're loving me in the beginning or if you're showing that you love him, he may take advantage. I don't know. And he may not be able to get to the other shit if you're doing things that shows you love him. This is how I am interpreted. I don't know. I understood what you've said, though. Mm-hmm. Um, when he shows you who he is the first time, believe him. Fuck potential. Take a whole man or no man at all. How he treats marginalized people is a good indicator of how he'll treat you. Never fucking settle. What you want does exist. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It should be his God, you, then everyone else. So he gave a list. That was a... list. That was a lot of... That was a lot of things. (laughs) I only agree with a couple. Say it again. When he shows you who he is the first time, believe him. It, talking about like those little glimpses, mm-hmm. not like the, the first date and stuff like that. The red and don't green flags. Those. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because mm-hmm. we don't talk enough about green flags. No. That's a, that doesn't go viral. <laughs> We're going to talk about some green flags. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck potential, take a whole man or no man at all. I don't really know what that means. That means there's a don't lot of guys that man have up. potential to be... I guess, I guess, you know, you, you do see the potential in relationships and, and, and what you guys could grow to. But a lot of times it it is smoke and mirrors. I mean, I think he's, he's really like, uh, he's really catering to the, the woman who's just looking for the perfect man for them, Mm -hmm. you know, just like the perfect puzzle piece, the, the romance, you know, the romance story. So. I mean, maybe I uh, I don't mind building with somebody or seeing that somebody is uh, working towards something. I don't necessarily know if that's what he means, but um, I, I also think it might have something to do with the man who's like, oh, yeah, I'm not ready for a relationship right now or oh, let's a just potential chill. relationship. Like, yeah, let's just I thought let's he said just take a whole man, the whole man or no. So basically date with intention so if he's like when you meet him he's like oh yeah i'm not really looking for nothing nothing serious then he's saying drop Uh, that that's that's another way i could interpret it okay um how he treats marginalized people is a good indicator of how he'll treat you um i I like that i like the saying Mm -hmm. yeah because you do it it is something that that sticks out to me because oh. I don't like people that treat, you know, um, others poorly, especially if... If they're in a know. position where they can, for whatever reason, feel like they're above them. Mm-hmm. Like, service industry, if if I'm with a woman who's rude to server, servers in any type of capacity, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I might still fuck, but... I'm, <laughs> <laughs> we're already out. Damn. <laughs> no! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying, those are, that, that, that's, a, that's a cancel immediately. Um... And then never fucking settle. What you want does exist. I think 
I think ultimately everyone ends up settling a little bit. I mean, when you think about it, you come from different um, ways of living, different parents, different areas, you know, everything about you, different schools, everything about you is different. So when you do meet somebody that you vibe with and have that chemistry with and y'all like everything seems to be cool, there are going to be things that you have to accept or compromise because the perfect person doesn't exist. Exactly. So ultimately, everyone ends up settling somehow. Right. But I think maybe he's talking about the type of settle is like, okay, well, he has four kids and one on the way type settle. Like, but he's treating you nicely. And I feel like everybody you know. wants a blanket answer for everything. They want mm-hmm. blanket answers for relationships. You know, anything with that it inquires like you know, uh, therapy, diet. Really, like, they just want a blanket answer that works for everyone. And it's like, yes, there's a lot of similarities with women, a lot of similarities with men. But people are so afraid to just make custom situations or or really get to learn one person how they are and figure out something for y'all to. You know, people Mm -hmm. kind of just want, like, what works for everybody? Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to apply this to everyone. And if it doesn't fit the perfect thing in my mind, I'm I'm settling, you know. And... It's kind of like when you read a book and then see the movie. Mm-hmm. If you're a huge fan of that book, it's not it's not going to be better no. because you just thought of the perfect way and right. if it's any and you're basically matching the movie to every perfect scene in your head and you'll be like, "No, that's not what I thought about it." Because that's you're the Im- same thing. Your your <laughs> imagination is more vivid than I feel like um, the movie can portray it's, it's like perfect for I you can, yeah, yeah i can see exactly what i want to see from reading this novel so seeing somebody else's vision is not gonna necessarily fit my own mm-hmm. so i don't like to read books before i see the movie right i'd rather see the movie first and then read the book and more than likely if you find if you meet somebody and you're like they check all the boxes they're perfect it might just be how you see it at that time Mm -hmm. you know it could be they could be perfect for you at that time Mm -hmm. you know and then it's like fast forward 20 years or or 15 years yeah i mean it could be a lie for sure Mm -hmm. but i'm just saying even if they are perfect for you it could be just at that time in both of y'all lives or it could just be you know there's so many elements to it that could make somebody perfect or not perfect for you so it's weird to just hold Mm -hmm. that one personality your whole life they say that people fall out of love after being you know married 20 30 even 40 years so just like we were completely different back then you know um don't take relationship advice from your single friends i don't agree with that one i mean they know you so they could talk about what you should do based on what they know about you but maybe not like this is what you should do in a relationship. But it's also like but being single every- doesn't mean like I'm I'm just taking L's everywhere. Right. It could That's be a choice. That's why I disagree with it. I feel like people experience stuff. So I might be experiencing something in a relationship that I'm in that my friend has already experienced and is like, okay, well, this is how I dealt with this, you know, and I, I take that advice like, you know what? They're right. I'm I'm being blind. I'm acting dumb right now because I don't know where to go. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, looking at other people who have gone through what you're going through is a good, you know, it's it's a good line of sight. But choose which friend because obviously there's a lot of times that some friends do be giving the bullshit advice and then Mm -hmm. we got to deal with it (laughs) and we're just like, who told you that? Her? She sucks. Oh, we're not telling you who told us. I know, but you can kind of tell sometimes. Um, I don't agree with this next one either. A man who truly loves you will not embarrass you in any way. You don't have to go through hell to be loved. I feel like every married couple that I've spoken to mm-hmm. has talked about the hell that they went through to get there. Like, why? I don't know. It's just like That's there's so just. The stuff thick and that thin. you How thin are we with. talking about? How thin we talking? I like the thick. <laughs> what are we talking about? Of course, yeah, the thick is easy sm- to deal with. We gonna go through a smooth seven years of hell, then we gonna be we gonna be all good. Like nah. I think the hell comes in when things are not, you know, um, things are not how 
on the same playing field every single day. You know, there's going to be times where you guys are not vibing, mm-hmm. where the energy is off. That's fine. And some people will do what they do when you're not around or you may do what you do when they're not around and they find out about it or you find out about it and then, and then it's like you guys never had certain conversations and I feel like there's the lack of communication with certain relationships can cause that hell to But when be it's bad, you hotter. know it's bad. Yeah. And it can but, be addressed or talked about. It seems like when it's like, man, we went through years and years of hell, years and years of non-communication mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like... That just sounds like each person lived a very, very like muted version of their life for an unnecessary amount of time. I just think at times it takes it 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 takes that construction during the relationship to get there. You may have that love, you may love that person, but that doesn't mean it's going to be smooth sailing through. Sometimes you may feel like you're in hell. I think marriage should be like uh, car contracts. <laughs> I think it should be like 10 years. Let's do this. We getting married 10 years. You could raise a child in 10 years, mm-hmm. you know. And then at the end, renewal options or just like, you different. I'm different. Who's paying a car for 10 years? That I'm just, credit is in the dump. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, just the <laughs> fact that. I'm just saying, like, not exactly like, but three the fact years. that Cars the are fact three. that it ends. What about a home loan? Those are like thirty. That's a marriage contract. Thirty years is a wild time. <laughs> I'm saying, marriage 2023 marriage should be ten years at a time, with re- with renewal options, and then you could choose to maybe uh, sign a sign someone off the bench, sign a third. You know what I mean? Do we but wanna, marriages do, do want to add somebody to this? It's not a this? renewal contract, but people renew their vows. That that's that should be all the way across. You renew your vows, you renew the contract. Because people who renew their vows are like, we in love again. We still mm-hmm. in love. Boom. Let's re-sign. Mm-hmm. If 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 y'all are both kind of over it, why go through all the why why wait until it's run into the ground and then have a messy divorce? Be because like, all I right, mean, let's. The, the only problem with this theory or this suggestion is, what if you're over it before your car's contract is up? Then you just what gotta dug it out and play so, the rest of your well, contract, that's, play that's, the rest of the season. But that's where the problem comes in, trying to do that. That's what people are already trying to do. But they try to do it until they die. <laughs> I don't think that they do. I think that people try to play it until but here's the one of them of wants it. to kill each other. Here's the beauty of it. <laughs> if you know it's temporary, if it's locked in, you're just like, man, I ruined my life. You think about it like it's over. I'm I'm stuck with this thing. I can't afford to get out of it. You know, she might kill me if I leave her. Whatever the case is, uh, and then they're just like, either just miserable or just trying to win this uphill battle just to make it decent for both of the people. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if it's ten years, you starting feeling a little iffy around year six, year seven. Mm-hmm. You can be like, all right, well, shit. It's only three, four years. Let me just try. Let's try to get it back on because the contract's almost over. So you guys are trying to work things together. You might see that that uh, ending, that ending of that 10 years mm-hmm. as like a little post. And you guys are working things out. And then it's like by the end, you'd be like, let's do it again. Let's You're resign. Talking about this like it's retirement. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> resign. You'd be like, okay, that we, we made it. But then if it's like you try to work it out and then it's just like, ah, the contract's over. It's just, you know, I'm going to sign with Denver. Um. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you already got somebody in place, huh? Um, with the that's nuggets. why you can't wait. They done found somebody new to replace that. That's not um, true. We were just talking about people growing apart. Okay. Um, so, I, I mean, I do feel like it should be a bit easier to get out of um, marriages, but uh, because I feel like it puts a lot of pressure on people and we see a lot of tragic situations because it's so permanent. It's so permanent and it's so difficult to get out of. I solved it. I solved it. You did not solve it. You did not solve it. There are problems with that because some people will not have the the gut the gut and gumption to stay that additional four years after they're done. Yeah, you could cancel it early, but I'm just saying you might you might go into it a little easier if you're like I could spend a decade with her. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. like the rest of my life, but it's like this part of my life I could spend with you. Left, left and right, you're gonna be getting left. It's already left happening, just right way more drastic. For some, for some younger, more supple 
you know, <laughs> tenderonies. Um, and then the last thing is, if he's not investing in you, your mental health, happiness, pushing you to grow both in business, he's not the one for you. If he's not, all right, pushing okay. you to grow. Yeah. She want a manager. <laughs> That's a, this is a, it's this a, is a guy. A, uh, this is a guy. Yeah. Say it again. If he's not investing in you, your mental health, happiness, and pushing you to grow both in business, he's not the one for you. So maybe he's saying pushing both of y'all to grow in business. Because uh, he wrote that weird. Um, Yeah. That's I mean, cool. yeah. Cool. I agree with that. Yeah. If he's nice. <laughs> Let me see. Is the last one? Oh, wait. This got to be the last one. Pointing out when your partner does something right is just as important as pointing out when they do something wrong. Love it. That I'm not praising anyone for doing the bare minimum attitude is nothing but your ego talking. Shut that shit up and brag slash praise them. I love that. I don't know straight. I love that. Because people, people will get in the habit of just pointing out the negative and when sure. when you're doing things like even if it even if it is the bare minimum or you're just doing simple things like you know taking care of the house or whatever and he comes home and he's like hey it looks nice in here you know just a simple that like you did a good job mm-hmm. is is enough sometimes to just be like oh you noticed man Thank you ready you. for another damn gem yes i'm dropping fucking gems today first okay. i did the marriage yeah, one. Big one here's the here's how we Here's how we flip the script. You know how men hate the can we talk? Mm-hmm. We need to talk. What if women were like, we need to talk? And then they sat down. He was like, oh, it was just like, you have been putting that dick down so <laughs> amazingly. Or I noticed you cleaned the yard. I don't know what fucking married married people be. <laughs> I noticed that you did this. I noticed that you did this. And you doing a great, like, if. If that was mixed in there, we would not hate the we need to talk. We hate the we need to talk because we know it's about some bullshit we don't want to hear. But if the if it was a, a compli, if yeah. we were getting sat down to get the compli. Okay, oh, so on. yeah, I that's a that's a great gym. Well, you actually agree. Yes. So now what you guys have to stop doing is saying, I don't like compliments. Men have a really, really hard time accepting compliments. Then that's the oh, gem number three. So instead of that, how about we start saying, I don't like accepting compliments. Okay. We love the compliment. I loved it. I can't tell you how many times I've given compliments. And he's like, thanks. Or we'll, like, we'll, we'll shoot it back. Like, mm-hmm. no, you the man. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, you the, the goat. <laughs> no, you the goat. <laughs> right. So um, just accept the compliment. But it's it doesn't fall on deaf ears. Us saying okay. we don't like compliments doesn't mean we don't like what you're saying. It means it's just tough for us because we don't know what to do with our hands. <laughs> <laughs> Not our hands specifically, but we just don't know what to do. But you Wait, know, what do you do when when someone gives you a sweet I'm, compliment? I'm super guilty. What do you of, do? of the tennis thing? Mm-hmm. I saw somebody talk about it online. But when and you I accept it, it, what do you do? I send it back. Nah, you blah 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 blah. blah. But I'm just like, uh, I just. I show that I appreciate it, even though I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, oh, what? <laughs> Come on, stop. <laughs> I've complimented you and seen your, like, so that I'm sure your, that feels good to them. But face. it's also, mm-hmm. like, me kind of, like, not mm-hmm. wanting it. It's, mm-hmm. it. it's 100% like hearing happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't really like it, it's like somebody just threw a cake in front of you and walked away. You'd be like, damn, no song. Mm-hmm. But when the song starts, you're like, ah, oh, shit. I okay. hate this. So how would you be if she did sit you down and be like, we need to talk. Uncomfortable. And she's like, look, I think you're amazing. You're a hard worker. I see everything that you do. Everything goes notice. You put that dick down. You make me scream. I'm digmatized over you. You got that thing on you. It's slanging. You, Mm-mm. I love how you treat me. I love 
you're not going to be uncomfortable with her doing that? I, I would love that. That's really, really nice to hear. But okay. I mean, like, there might be like, I mean, if it's just a bombardment and mm-hmm. a, a Street Fighter combo mm-hmm. combo of just like, oh, compliment, 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 then it's just like, I'm going to be like, oh, damn, you know? But I don't think we're just going to say like, I'm going to ninja train and be like the art of taking compliments. Just like, mm, mm, yeah, yeah, I do what do if, all that stuff. What if at the end she goes, what you could do better no, is. I'm gonna suck. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, if it switched <laughs> to See? the to one small thing, if she gave all those compliments. And well, then I like read one... about stuff like that, so uh-huh. I know. Like, I would, I would be. It's almost like when somebody's just like, "Hey, what's up? Oh, you look nice today." Blah blah blah. <laughs> They'd be like, "What do you want?" You know. <laughs> so I would, if I knew that they did that, or the first time that happened, I would be thinking that that was coming. Like, okay. And then. After a while, you kind of stop hearing the compliments. You're just kind of waiting for the it. The last. One. Mm-hmm. But if that person was just known to be like, nope, that's it. Like I just wanted you to know that. So blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then that way, leave it at the positive. They End can on also. A good note. They also can sit you down and be like, hey, the 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 trash thing. Blah, blah, I keep going back to trash <laughs> and yard work, but I guess it would be taken a little bit different. Anytime you you sit down and critique somebody, it's gonna take a, a mature person to just ingest it and be like, okay, for sure. And then, you know, if they want to use those techniques that I know about to kind of like lighten the mood and tell them mm-hmm. also stuff that they're doing, right? I um, welcome critique. I like it I too. Really you know, I always listen. I think that their approach can mm-hmm. chill sometimes mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, depending on what it is, you could be sensitive about it. And I think mm-hmm. the other person would know what that is and what that isn't. Um, but I think either way, um, sitting down to give somebody good good critique is is going to be noticed mm-hmm. regardless of how we take it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your facts? Factuals. All right. So, we just talked about the the cleanse and how we got up off it. Mm-hmm. Um I I must say my dreams have been crazy these past oh, 3 days nice. and I know I don't remember them because I have not trained myself to write them down immediately. It's probably all the facts that been got very crazy. Came out of your brain. Didn't you lose like 9 pounds? I just lost a a little bit over ten. You lost nine pounds. Oh, that ten. That shit wasn't in my brain. Oh. <laughs> Out of your fat head. Shut your ass up. Here's the fact: <laughs> cannabis can decrease your amount of REM sleep, the stage of sleep associated with dreaming. When smokers stop using cannabis, they may experience rebound REM sleep, leading to more intense and vivid dreams. Now, but you didn't stop smoking. I did not smoke. Stop you stopped smoking. eating. But. I think all those other things, you know, I, I haven't been eating, I haven't been drinking, and I've been smoking way less. Okay. So I think that that mixed in with everything that's going on with my brain, all the all the things that I'm, I'm working on right now, it led to just these really intense uh, dreams that I don't have when I'm just regular and smoking. It's like when I'm smoking, dreaming is just like a black screen for a oh, nice wow. wake up. Yeah. Wow, my dreams are very vivid, and I remember them. I remember a lot of dreams. But then again, I'm not a reefer smoker like that. Smoker to reefer. All right, what you got? Okay, so this was a moment that I had in the middle of the night when I woke up and I couldn't go back to sleep. I asked myself, where the hell does the light come from on the moon? I had no idea. That it was from the sun. I thought the moon was its own. own. So the moon gets its light from the sun in the same way that the sun illuminates Earth. The moon reflects the sun's light, making it appear bright in our sky. Hmm. This whole time, I thought the moon was a light source of its own. But Hmm. the moon is no light source. And the reason I thought about this, I, I I don't know. I'll be thinking about the weird shit in the middle of the night when I get up. But then I saw this really vivid. There's these new telescopes that's out. There's a James Webb telescope that just shows these crazy pictures of of space now. They, it's, it's way more um, detailed. Mm-hmm. But I saw someone's post and they had took a really vivid picture of the moon. And it was like blue and gray and dark gray and... It just, it wasn't white. And mm-hmm. I was like, the moon's fucking white. What is, what is going on? Uh, so then I'm like, there's no way that this is the color of the moon and it's actually like lighting us up. Mm-hmm. So that's when I looked it up and I'm like, 
is the, is the moon its own light source or or so does the moon it got makeup? So, yeah, so the, the moon, moon ugly. The moon <laughs> has right the moon like I, mean, I, I don't really. Have I don't one. think that's a dumb thing to think. I think mm-hmm. uh, you just categorize it like stars when you when you look at the s- sky for the first time. It's just like sun over there that's glowing. Mm-hmm. All the stars that's glowing. Moon mm-hmm. that's glowing. Like mm-hmm. you wouldn't think it's just like a, a rock until you really studied it, um, mm-hmm. and then you. You know, stars are what explosions? Aren't those like dying stars exploding? Mm-hmm. So really, it's nothing is <laughs> nothing but the sun. Right, and, the and sun other stars is like everything. that. Is, is that's pretty? That's pretty interesting. So yeah, um, blue and gray. You said yeah, it was like blue and gray. I'll pull it up to show you guys. Well, that's why they say you. there's a dark side of the moon. Is there? Have we seen that side of the moon? Can they we? They say see we did it, but I think there's bases over there. Didn't we talk about this? And I said they were playing basketball. They were jumping hella high. <laughs> jumping hella I mean, that's crazy. If the if this moon is going around and never turning its mm-hmm. back, you could put anything over there. Right. Mm-hmm. What if it's not even like, what if it's like. Cut in half? Uh-huh. Maybe that's the flat earth that they were talking about. Flat moon. Flat moon, flat moon I don't theory. I've ever heard of flat moon theory. Flat moon theory. That's the new one. We're that means look it if up. you were to walk at the edge of the curve, you just fall off. <laughs> You fall into space. <laughs> Unless it's like Mario Galaxy and you just turn and start walking straight <laughs> Probably. down. Probably. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, it is space, right? It's just space. All right. Well, those were some uh, out of this world facts. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. This is he- interesting as hell. I thought so. So hopefully you guys think so as well. Me too. Um, this has been another episode of Thick Threads. I've been your co-host, Patrick Cloud. And I'm Persephone. We will see your ass next week. Let off. Bye. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.